0: Well, Buster fans, welcome to year number five of Hastings Sodbuster Baseball. Josh Salmon along with you, voice of Hastings Sodbuster Baseball, and uh, we are excited to get things going here in 2022. Raise your hand if you need baseball. Raise your both hands if you need baseball. Okay, well, if you're driving, keep one on the wheel. We're going to have some fun. Going to talk to both owners of the Hastings Sodbusters, Brian Frew, of course, my co-host of the podcast, and we'll talk to Scott Galusha, who's also the GM, about the roster. We'll get to all that right here on the sodcast. That one hit to left field, making the left fielder go back. Keep going back, and that thing is going to be gone. It's out of here. Holy moly, Cole Evans. 370 feet. Cole Evans got a hold of that thing. Wow. Three balls, two strikes, two outs. Runner will be going. This is the payoff pitch. Let's see if Shea can get out of the inning here. The kick and deliver. Swung on him, missed it, got him. 12 strikeouts for Shea Shanneman.
1: The
2: slider was more of a slider today than, than other times it's more of a curveball. But, it, you know, when I can switch it up, keep, an, keep them off balance uh, without even meaning to, and you know, then all the power to me for that.
0: Josh Salmon, voice of Hastings Sawbuster Baseball, joined by uh, co-owner Brian Frew. Brian, how has it been for you? It's been a little while since we've chatted.
2: Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been great. You know, we're working hard to get ready for the season. Uh, every year, it seems to get a little easier. We have a great staff uh, that's been preparing for the season. And, and uh, you know, barring any crazy circumstances over the next week or so, I think we'll be in really good shape to start the season.
0: All right. New league this year, the Independence League. Uh, talk about how that came about, first of all. And then there's been some uh, legal- legality things going on as well.
2: There was some... Um, some reasons that we wanted to break away from the other league. Obviously there's some lawsuits that are happening right now, but uh, we like a lot the owners that we're working with now. They're all of the owners in the new league are local guys that live in the communities that their teams play in. so that's a really big deal to us is that, you know, you're serving the communities that you live in and trying to provide this great, um, Community asset to all the kids and all the families in, in town with you that you know your kids go to school with their kids and you go to the same churches and uh, attend the same events and all that stuff. So sure, uh, the new league is all locally owned and it's it's really been great. Awesome.
0: Uh, there are new. Uh, there's a new, couple new teams, especially a new Nebraska team. I'm excited about the uh, North Platte um, Plainsmen out there. That's that's one of the new teams in the league. That's uh, nice to have another Nebraska team on there.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, for the Sodbusters, it's a phenomenal travel partner because uh, it's only a couple hours away from Hastings. So, you know, getting to play them uh, a couple dozen times during the year is is uh, huge. It, it'll be huge for us. So, um, just just for our players to not have to travel all over the Midwest and and have a nice, along with Fremont, just a nice travel trip. So, having that new North Platte team, it's, it's North has gone really well. We're very excited about that community. It's it's a perfect fit for our league, uh, so we're excited to have them.
0: Yeah, we've also got the uh, traveling team of prospects uh, based themselves out of Omaha, but they're going to play all road games. They don't have a home stadium, and those are basically a lot of high school kids from all over the state, and it's a great opportunity for them, and it's a great opportunity for uh, maybe us to see some of their talents that we haven't seen.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, the, the concept of having a traveling team in, in your league is, is interesting, but when you think about it, if you're trying to have uh, as many home games as you want so your guys can stay home and and play in front of the home fans and and go on less road trips, it's really great. I mean, I think we have 30, 31 home games, maybe 32, and we really only have 26, 27 road games. So having that mix of being at home more often than you're on the road is awesome. And that's, that's all due to having a traveling team in your league. And you know, and for the team, it's not all that bad either because they just get to play baseball. They don't have to worry about uh, host families or trying to feed incoming teams or hotels or anything like that. So uh, that prospects team just they just have to worry about putting a competitive team on the field and and wherever they're told and whatever hotel they stay in. Uh, and when they're told to play, they just play baseball. So. You know, we really feel like it's a win-win situation for everybody because, as the Hastings Sodbusters, we'd like to have, we'd like to have 100% home games and just play in front of our own fans all, all the time. But that's not how baseball seasons work. So uh, we're excited to have them and the opportunity that uh, that they give us to be in front of our home fans and have our players sleeping in their own beds more often.
0: Well, and as a former uh, summer league player yourself, what's it like to travel to all these different cities? It's a huge experience and a great opportunity.
2: Oh, it's a a huge wake-up to what baseball is really about. Uh, Because you play in high school, and you play a lot of games. You might even play seven games a week, but you're not going on – you might go on a road trip to Omaha for a tournament or something, but you're coming back home on Monday where – When you're playing in, you know, minor league baseball, major league baseball, uh, collegiate summer league like this, you can go to a place for a Friday, Saturday, Sunday Mm -hmm. uh, series, and then you go straight to a different place for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So just the idea of like traveling and and hopping from town to town, it's a huge, it's a huge shock to a young baseball player's life. Um, But once you get used to it, it's, you know, it, it is just such a great experience, you're you're traveling with these guys that you spend 95% of your waking hours with, and, and they become like brothers to you. And it, it's a really fun experience if you can handle the the stresses of, you know, basically being on the clock working 24-7 for two and a half straight months.
0: Right. They're young guys. They can probably do it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and at the end of the day, you're playing baseball every day, so sure. what else would you rather be doing?
0: Exactly a good way to spend the summer. So uh, yeah. now with the new league comes changes, but uh, the product on the field and on the broadcast are going to look very similar to what it did in years past as far as uh, for viewers and for uh, people who like to come out to Sodbuster Games. It's really not going to make any difference to them. Uh, as far as the product we put on the field, we'll still do the on-field promotions. We'll still have your brother doing stuff. It's still going to look a lot of the same, a lot of great things there. Um, so I, I don't think there's really any big changes coming with the new league that really doesn't affect the, the viewing of no, the game. No,
2: no, no. Not at all. I mean, if anything, the product's going to be better than it was last year just because, um, not necessarily because of the new league. Uh, We've always been, we've always treated our team as, you know, Scott and I have treated the team as, like, this is our product. Like, we're doing everything we can. Whatever league we play in, whatever team is coming in, it doesn't really matter all that much. It's, It's more about what we do to put together a competitive team and to make sure our fans are taken care of and our community is taken care of. So, if anything, I think, you know, regardless of whatever league we're playing in, I think it's going to be a better product just because we got another year under our belt. We're just one year more established in the community of Hastings. So, definitely, you know, it's going to be the same type of field, but we'd like to think that we're going to get even better than last year.
0: Talking to Brian co owner of the Sodbusters here on the Sodcast, Josh Salmon along with you. Now, speaking of one more year, this is five years, five years ago uh, when this league started, when this team started. Did you think it would be what it is now? I mean, it was it was a hope that this would work and it's working out and the fans have been a huge support.
2: Yeah, you know, when you're in the moment uh, of, of building this team from the ground up, like, Hayes teams have never seen anything like this. Um, I had seen it because I'd played it uh, for a few years, but it was a, a brand-new concept and building it from the ground up. You don't really think about what what it's going to be like 10 years down the road because you're, you're worried about what's happening 10 minutes from now. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it is kind of fun, and, and Scott and I have, have talked about, like, where we were, then and where we're at now, and just how 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 things have progressed and how they've uh, evolved over the over the years. But yeah, five years is you know it, it feels like you're pretty well established in the community. And, and you know the first couple of years that we were doing this, it was always hey you're going to be around next year, you're going to be around next year, and and now we don't get those questions anymore. So uh, that's great. Uh, I feel like we're just we're just part of the. City of hastings and, and these kids that are kids that are playing you know 10u baseball right now basically they can't remember a time when there wasn't Hastings Busters baseball so that's kind of fun and and just to be established in the community and I think you know the first five years were great we had a lot of fun playing great baseball a lot of fans got to see a lot of a lot of really entertaining games and entertaining activities during the summer but you know i think the next five years is i don't see any reason why we wouldn't have another five years and another five after that so i feel like we're pretty well ingrained in the community and and uh you know i'm looking forward to the next five just as much as i had fun the last five
0: Well, not only with the reputation with the fans, but the reputation with players. You have players who have played for the team on past. They tell their friends about it, uh, uh, tell their teammates about it. They're excited to come not only play in this league, but to this team, the way you guys treat guys. I've heard this from several players um, uh, that have played for the Thought Busters the last couple of years, and and they just feel like family. You and and Scott and the team and everybody just makes them feel at home. The city of Hastings welcomes them with open arms, and and that in itself is great word of mouth and makes players want to come here and play.
2: Yeah, and you know, I I feel like uh, Scott has really taken that to the next level. I mean, uh, before Scott got here, we always kept uh, you know taking care of our players was a high priority for sure. Because without players, you don't have baseball. Without baseball, there's nothing. So that's kind of the that's kind of the the base of what we do uh, day in and day out. And Scott has taken player care to a whole nother level. I mean, he he calls players' parents, has conversations with them. I mean. He's following players during their college season. He's staying in contact with them throughout the fall and winter. I mean, he goes above and beyond to, to make connections with the, these guys and make sure they're all taken care of. Uh, you know, he travels on the road with them at the beginning of every year, just to make sure that, you know, the other teams are taking care of our players the right way, which, you know, the communities do a great job in the other markets, but uh, Scott has done a phenomenal job for these guys and, and uh, the the city of Hastings itself and the surrounding communities have been awesome as far as hosting these guys. And you know, we we hear so many really great stories, lifelong relationships built um, with the community and these players. And I have I've heard it from the players' mouths about how well we do with um, with taking care of them and making sure that they do have a good experience and and they get what they want out of out of this opportunity to play for Collegiate Summer League. And I really I really have to give all the credit to Scott for kind of being the in-between between players and the community and myself and the host families and all that stuff. He does an awesome job.
0: Very cool. All right, Brian Frew, I'm looking forward to the season starting. They get on the road uh, for a few games at uh, Fremont, and then they come home and host the Sasquatch, which had a very good year last year. I'm, I'm ready for some baseball.
2: Oh, absolutely. Can't wait, Josh. All right.
0: We're on the Sodcast here, Josh Salmon, voice of Hastings Sodbuster Baseball. We just talked to co-owner Brian Frew. Now let's talk to his counterpart, Scott Galusha, who's also the GM. Scott, Brian and I were talking about how uh, you guys make it so uh, make it feel so much like home here in Hastings that uh, not only do players love to play here in front of the audience, they feel at home and they want to come here and they uh, tell their other players, hey, that's a good place to play. That's a good team to play for.
1: Uh, first of all, we're, we're very fortunate. We have a lot of guys that that are returners, and and, and for me, that um, that is a a nice pat on the back for for the sodbusters and our staff. That we we believe in treating people the right way, and when you have kids that want to come back, um, that's that's a great sign. And, and so we do. So we have a we have a core of kids that will be back in 2022, and we're excited. Uh, a, a lot of those kids have made really nice progress, and uh, have had or are still having good springs. So we're excited to see that on the field.
0: Yeah, uh, one of the biggest names for me that comes back, obviously offensively, is Trevor Matson. He led the team in most categories last year. He wasn't even going to play, I don't think, this summer. What, what happened there? It's kind of a funny story.
1: Well, Trevor, Trevor was going to play. And- okay. And uh, ha- hadn't heard anything from his coaches, and then Trevor reached out. I, I called Trevor, wanted to know what he was doing. We, we think that we think a lot of Trevor. I have a I have a wonderful Trevor story. Um, but uh, but yeah, he said I'll-, I'll play. And then about a week later, he called back and said, Hey, my coach kind of wants me to go to go to another team. And I said, Hey, Trevor, you know what? We believe we believe, and we want you to do what's best for you, and and we want you to be here. But we would never inhibit you for doing that and and so then I got a couple reports that he wasn't going to come and I was like okay well Trevor will call me and and he called me one day and he said Scott I'm in he said I just I just love playing for for you and, and what you guys do as a sod and I talked to coach and I said hey this is I know I've already done this but this is my best fit and so we're really happy to have a uh, that quality of a baseball player but but even a better person and a leader, and what a, what a perfect example of, of what a sod is in Trevor Mattson.
0: Oh, definitely. I mean, he did everything last year. I remember one game he sat out toward the end of the year, which you almost have to tie him down to sit him out of a game, and he even acted as ball boy, you know? So <laughs> he, he's, yeah. he wants to be in the game any way he can. It's funny. Yeah,
1: and, and he does. He, he's, a, he's a leader. And, you know, Trevor, I'm telling you, uh, Josh, that, that Trevor affects our team in way more reasons and way more things than we see on the field. Um, he, he's a, he's a great mentor for younger kids, not only with his baseball ability, but just him as a, as a leader and a person, he, he shows people how to do it the right way. And yet he has a lot of fun too. And so he's a perfect example, um, for, for a sod buster and, and it's great that we can have him back again, uh, for, for another year of sod buster baseball. And, uh, he'll be here in a, in a week or so. And we're, we're, it, it will, it'll be a difference when he walks in.
0: No kidding. Well, some of the names back from last year Rayon Sanders, I know he had a little bit of an injury. He's back. Uh, Brayden uh, Zizda, we've, we've seen him before as a sodbuster. Jacob Schroeder. Manny Herrera's back, uh, the fireballer from York College. Uh, terrific young man as well. Um, some of the other guys coming back, we have uh, who else? Will Horton's back. and uh, Yeah, Schroeder's Will Schroeder's back. Yeah. JT Caffey, you know, of course. And those
1: guys, yeah. Chris Mazzini is back. Chris Mazzini. Uh, this is the third year Chris Nazzini has played for us. Chris has always had issues in the summer with unfortunate injuries. And Chris just came off his best ever, ever year in college as a pitcher. He threw a no-hitter this, this wow. spring. And so we're really excited to, to, to be able to see. Chris has always been a good good influence on our dugout, but just hasn't been able to log, log the innings that we were hoping. And so Chris is uh, – uh again gonna 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 come and be a bigger bigger part of what we do um jacob schroeder has has made tremendous strides from from last year he's uh he's his team's really most reliable reliever out of the bullpen and he has gained a lot of confidence and and gained some velocity and doing things better um jacob shaw is the same way he's better um Rand sanders had Rand sanders is Really speaks for himself. Uh, again, we didn't get to see the full Rans uh, last year because of a elbow injury, but he's completely healed. And not only has he had a great year for Cloud County, he has earned himself a spot with uh, the UNO Mavericks. And wow. so we've got another guy that we've 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 been able to 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 watch go from a junior college player to a Division One baseball player. So we're really happy for for Rams as well. Um, you know. Uh, Manny Herrera, he's been here for two weeks already. He was so excited to have the opportunity. Oh. <laughs> no one's gonna outwork no one's gonna outwork Manny. Oh, yeah. Uh Manny's the first guy there and the last guy to leave. And so again, his work ethic is infectious. And uh, again, he's he's just being a part of our part of our community, which is fantastic. Trayton Skelly's back. Again, a very probably the most consistent starter that we had last year coming back from New York College. Probably won't throw quite so many innings for us this year just because he threw a lot in the spring. Uh, but again, it, it's those returning guys, and, and not just returning guys. These are returning guys who have put the work in, put the time in to, to get better, and, and they've all had um, in a better or a more successful successful spring, and you can see that because those kids have put the work in. So Talking we're to excited us. for those returners. Lots of and um, another guy along those lines is uh, Jakey Cafferty. You're gonna see a change when those guys are on the mound. Uh, they have more velocity, better control of their um, of their breaking balls, and and they're just gonna be a bigger role for that pitching staff for the Sodbusters in 2022.
0: Yeah, JT's one of those guys. Last year, we used him. He was our uh, utility knife, our Swiss Army knife. You can use him anywhere. Uh, I know he kind of switched positions yeah. this last year in college, but uh, we still—he's still viable yeah. everywhere.
1: He, yeah, he did. He's—he's going to be a—he's going to be a pitcher and, and, and a DH. He's a big, strong kid. So he's—we're going to still try to do what we can to get as bad in the lineup as much as we can. Um, but he, but he's made such strides from a pitching standpoint. And same with Will Horton, both there at Arkansas Tech, they've done a nice job for those guys down there, and, and we we're excited to see the new improved version of all those guys who were already pretty good baseball players.
0: One of the guys I'm stoked about seeing Scott is Brandon Larson. This kid uh, that's going to go to UCSD coming out of high school, he is he's a beast. He's huge, and I'm really anxious to see what he can do.
1: Yeah, he's a he's a big strong kid for sure. Uh, he won't be here for another week or 10 days because he's got to finish up uh, what he's doing there in California. But he is a, he's a big, strong, he's a big, strong uh, bat, uh, strong kid, good athlete. But again, we're hoping that he continues that so we've got a couple guys that we're going to try to surround um, Matson with that are a little bit bigger, uh, a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger than, than maybe we had last year. We just had a lot of, first-year players last year, so we're going to try to protect Trevor a little bit, which ultimately I think will help him as well. Sawyer Duddleston um, is, is going to be... He, I watched him hit yesterday. That guy can hit it. A wood bat doesn't bother him at all. Cool. Um, Danny Garcia is another guy that we're excited to see. He's going to uh, San Jose State. He's a two-way guy. He's sort of a... I have not shook his hand physically yet, but he's kind of a Spencer Schwellenbach for for us he's going to be a we believe he's a shortstop closer type guy and so we're excited to see him as well um just just we've got a great mix of of returners and, and a good batch of newcomers coming in so we're excited to see what happens when we get to start playing.
0: I know. Uh, I'm going to talk to Luke here in a little bit as well. Luke Bay back as the manager this year. Excited to have him back. He's got some coaches. One of those coaches a very familiar face to oddbuster fans. Jake Bigham coming back in the coaching role. That's an exciting thing.
1: You bet. Uh, Jake Bigum's played for us for two years, and 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 what what other guys If you talk to them, they they've all heard me say this. When you play for us, when you play for me, once you're part of my family. And, and when we heard that Jake was going to be done playing, but had some aspirations of of coaching, it was a pretty quick conversation. I said, Jake, uh, I heard you want to coach. He goes, yeah. I said, I heard you have some opportunities. He said, yeah. And I said, well, we'd like you here. And he said, well, what about blah, blah, blah. And he said, well, we'll make it work. We'd love to have you. And about 10 minutes later, he called me back and said, I'm in. And so we're excited to have Jake back. Um, I just got done talking to uh, Jake's uh, former host host family, uh, Brian Hoffman and his family. And we had a discussion about uh Jake thinks this is gonna be a great a great time and, and I don't disagree, but the transformation from player to coach is always a tough one. Sure. It's always a difficult transition, a learning a learning opportunity, especially when there's about twelve guys on this team that he played with. And so, what better opportunity for Jake to learn how to be a coach to somewhere where he's comfortable? People know who he is and understand what we're about, and he's going to be a great example and a good addition to that coaching staff.
0: Well, not only that, Luke Bay, being a former player as well, will help him in that transition. Luke is one of the most prepared coaches I've ever seen in my life, and that'll uh, that'll rub yeah. off as well. And that's a good example.
1: Well, there's a reason why I like Luke. Luke is an outstanding young man. He just got his master's. He's very articulate he's kind of an old school guy, which fits my, uh, uh, my profile as well. We see eye to eye in a lot of things, but the big thing is I trust Luke Bay and, and, and at his young age, he is extremely, um, he's accountable for what he does. He's, he's very organized and, and I would trust him with my family, which is essentially what I'm doing when I send him out on the road. And, and I know he'll be a great example, uh, for the Sodbusters, And we sure, we sure love to have Luke back and, Hopefully we'll have Luke even more. Uh, Hopefully, you know, we have an open-ended deal, but Luke knows I'd like to have him as long as he wants to do summer baseball, and he knows that as well. So we hope to have him not only for his second year, but hopefully for another year or two down the road.
0: Very cool. And uh, Brian and I kind of talked about this briefly, but uh, the schedule, we look at the schedule, obviously some new teams here in the Independence League we're looking forward to. But one of the games that stands out to me is that uh, military team that's coming to Hastings on July 6th. Uh, That's going to be a fun atmosphere.
1: That's a, that's gonna be a unique thing. That's something we've added for two thousand and twenty two. So we're excited to to continue to to support to support that cause, a cause that we can all be united in. And there's not very many of those causes that we can all be united in, but that's surely one of them. And we're excited to bring those people to uh to Duncan Field to see how we do it here in Hastings. And uh, so that's gonna be fun for us. And uh, who knows, we might not wear our normal uniforms that day, but I
0: can't really say. All right. Very cool. Always uh, cool stuff going on and promotions. And, you know, it's not just baseball. It's a show we're putting on out there. So fun for the entire family. Always affordable fun. That's part of the, uh, the things that you and Brian like to, you know, make it make it affordable, make it fun, and make it uh, a show for everybody to come out. Well, that's
1: what we hang our head on every day. If we want to have low-price entertainment for the family, and both Brian and, and I as ownership and, and Trevor as, a, as the, the, the core of what we do, we, we want to make this affordable for everybody. And our, our goal has never changed since I've been here. We're going to continue to do that. We're going to try to put the best product out there we can and try to continue to make the experience at Duncan Fields better every time out. And I think we've done that with the additions of some, some new promotions that are coming as well as we've upgraded the food. We're going to have fried food at the ballpark for the first time, and so we think that's an exciting thing. Tim Johnson and his staff does do a great job for us in the concessions, but we've added some nice things over there that I think will make it uniquely different, and we're uh, going to give away a $3,500 lawnmower this summer. Wow. That's going to look pretty nice in somebody's garage. Okay. Unfortunately, I can't win, Um, (laughs) but – uh, that's that's kind of a bummer. Nine innings of winnings will be great here in uh, June, and uh, yeah, so there'll be exciting things at the ballpark, and not a lot will change except for we we'll just continue to try to make uh, what we do better.
0: Awesome, very good, Scott Galusha. Thanks a lot. The sodcast, copyright Hastings Sodbuster Baseball 2022, a production of Salmon Says Media.